Uh, welcome to PG Rated Podcast, where my co-host and I try and make each other hate movies. Oh, you you came really close this week. I uh, I um, I Paul, and as always, hey, and uh, yeah. Um, so sorry, we're recording pretty late. I uh, I got held up doing Christmas shopping because I have no time because someone else. I'd possibly record a podcast with is getting married in Christmas. Uh, that is because he's not a he's not a Christian man like us. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with Christianity. It has something to do with everyone having shit to do. What kind of person thinks they're the most important? They can just get married at Christmas time. May I? May I ask? Is it cheaper to get married at Christmas time because everyone's like busy doing stuff? <laughs> Probably. That's but you would think there'd be a lot of Jewish weddings then. No, nah, man, you you're forgetting about Hanukkah. Hanukkah's done. They don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Although they they take advantage of all the Christian stores being closed. I mean, yeah, that's why you go eat Chinese food and go to the movies on Christmas. Well, those are Asian people. No, well, not the movies, I guess. That's a... the movies are okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we've gotten way off topic. Uh, yeah. You're going to hear me cooking for friends tomorrow, too. So, uh, my apologies for the noise. What are you cooking? Uh, I have to make big ziti. Oh, you're going to a potluck? Kind of. Yeah. That, uh, well, you know, I'm going to get drunk. So, I figure there might as well be good food. That, I was supposed to cook more, but I have to work. That's the so. quintessential, like, potluck meal. Big ziti. Big ziti? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, easy, to go. it's easy to do. That makes sense. It's also real white people food. It, it, it is. <laughs> white people food. Like we're a different breed of human. Hey, we are. We are way, way off. Well, speaking of different breeds of human. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to let me start. You, you, you have the headliner here. <laughs> so I watched, you made me watch Mowgli, The Legend of the Jungle. It, very clear. It's not the Jungle Book. Is the legend of the jungle, and uh, let me tell you this right now. What do you know about the Jungle Book? You you ever seen the movies and the cartoons, all that? Yeah, shit? there was a there's a snake. Uh, there's King Louie, who mm. is an orangutan, and who is played by Christopher Walken in the live action one, and he's a gigantopithecus. Well, here's no King Louie in this movie. That's unfortunate. This movie is also not for children. This is a straight up horror film. Are there musical numbers? None. None. No musical numbers, which is okay. I didn't expect musical numbers. Like, it's based on a book. I get it. But, so the movie starts with, you know, the basic premise where, like, the animals find this baby left in the jungle and they decide to raise it? Yeah, in India, you know. Well, this, which is this movie, Yeah, it's in India. This movie starts with the baby's parents being attacked by the tiger and the baby being found covered in blood. <laughs> So they're going for historical accuracy. Covered in blood. So the, the, everybody, they take the baby in, they decide to raise it. Now all of these in, these animals in the Indian jungle, they all have British accents. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, India was a British colony. That's right. It's the East India Trading Company. They, they, brought, the, they brought the animals. Over. Yeah, they brought a bunch of like British bulldogs over that taught the Indian animals how to speak. They, they they all they all um, they all mated with the other animals. Yeah. So 
so as this, so as he gets older, right? He he, you see him with the other Cubs, and there's one other like albino Cub that clearly is like the weakest besides Mowgli. But you know the other ones pick on it and everything. This will come into play later. So then Christian Bale as the um, Panther. Oh, he's the Panther in this one. Yeah, Christian. This was supposed to be a big deal, and ended up being like. Because John Favreau's movie came out, they just kind of shelved it. So this ended up not being a big deal. That's why it was on Netflix. Yeah, I don't think they finished the. Uh, I don't think they finished the CGI either. So when they do, I have a beard? Wait, 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 wait! They didn't finish the CGI. No, they did. It just looks like shit. And this is directed by the CGI master Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis, yeah, yeah, Andy Serkis. Um, which we'll get to because he plays a part in this movie too. Of course he does. Mm, of course. So Christian Bale as the Panther takes Mowgli out to show him how to hunt, right? <laughs> when when they take this child, this child out to hunt, he kills, the, the Panther kills another animal and I shit you not, Andy Serkis zooms in and they make mention of the life leaving the eyes of the animal that kills. <laughs> I don't know who this movie is for. It's certainly, certainly not for children. May I ask a question? Did Christian Bale take Mowgli all the way up to the top of a mountain and make him ingest flowers to like hallucinate? (laughs) No, that would have been that would have been wonderful. I would have enjoyed that. But no, that you fucking watch the life, the life leave a fucking animal's eyes. Um, so you know then. Typical Jungle Book stuff. They're all arguing whether to keep the kid, all that shit. And uh, the the bad guy is played by uh, the the um, the bad guy is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Smog. Smog. He's. I guess he also is a CGI guy. My circus made connections, huh? Oh yeah. So, Smog is. Uh, Smog is running around as the as the um, as the tiger, and I guess they decided to give these CGI animals like the facial features of the people that are playing them. Oh, that's terrifying! So think of a tiger with fucking Benedict Cumberbatch eyes and eyebrows. Does he have the eyebrows? You're fucking weird, man. Like it looks like shit. It honestly, it looks like they were starting to CGI. It came out that Favreau's movie was going to come out first. And they just finished that shit with colored pencils. Oh, you think they just gave up? I think they gave up. I think they sold it to Netflix and gave up. It has to be. It has to be. Also, I think it's more of the fact, from what you're telling me, and I haven't seen this movie and I probably never will. Uh, from what you're telling me, it seems like Andy Serkis wanted to make an edgy jungle book, which is ridiculous. Because that, oh, yeah, it, that is a movie so, about dancing and singing animals. There's a bear who dresses up like a monkey and sings with an orangutan. I get that it was like I get that it was like a book, but you know that's not anymore. Disney Disney fight it, and like this movie should be for children. It is not. Like it's crazy, man. So because the amount of blood and murder in this movie is insane. The end of the movie, the kid's a cold blood killer, but I'll get to that. So now circus it plays Baloo. Wait. Oh, so there's a movie out there where Baloo is played by Bill Murray, and now we have one with Andy Serkis. Right, but you would think that Serkis 
would put some effort into this. I think, and maybe he did with the the like the animation part of it, but maybe he filmed the voiceover afterwards. He's he's not even trying like a different act. He's a bear that sounds like you you seen the Age of Ultron movie, all that shit. Yeah, he, he sounds like Ulysses Claw. <laughs> Just Ulysses Claw. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for this bit. Yeah, I'm waiting for this. He at one point yelled something about on my claw because he's yelling to the the pups. So I'm waiting for him to start yelling about all the vibranium and the uh, vibranium in the uh, in the jungle. Is he funny like Ulysses Claw? Baloo does not have one joke in this movie. That it's that's a fun travesty. loving, <laughs> fun loving Baloo. No, he's like he's like a fucking a bump, really. That he's it's like the, he's like the town. There's no bare necessities. There's there's not even. I get that you don't want to do the song. There's not even the term bare necessities used in this movie. I don't think they legally could have done the songs because it's all Disney. Maybe not, but I'm sure you could say bare necessities. Apparently King Louie is was created by Disney too. Oh, that makes sense. Walt really knew what the hell he was doing. Uh, Walt, that was honestly, I'm going to argue that's the best part of that movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's an orangutan with a black jazz singer's voice singing. It's great. <laughs> and then later movie, he was fucking Christopher Walken. <laughs> that's that's still the best part of that movie. In the in the in the list of like circus highlights of this, I mean, like in his power rankings, it's clearly Gollum number one. Number two is King Kong. No, number two is Caesar. Number three is King Kong, and Baloo is way down at number Wait, four. you played King Kong? Yeah, in the Peter Jackson movie, he was Kong. Did he play in Col- Skull Island? Oh, I don't think so. I, I don't know. That's an actual gorilla. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> it's like, walks like a man. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an actual gorilla. They, uh, they, 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 they brought one in for the movie. So... I still, I have no, I watched this movie last night, horrified. Like, I, I wouldn't let my son watch this movie. It might make him into a stronger person. So, the, so now, finally, the, the, the other animals don't want the kid around, right? So they attack. No, this is a normal, this, is, this was in the other books. That they attack the leader of the bride, all that stuff. So now he's injured and, like, dying. And the tiger's coming to kill the kid. So the kid goes to the, to the tribe. Now, for this movie, for some reason, they decide to bring in a white guy as a, like, a hunter. Oh, yeah. Like the guy from Jumanji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might as well. They should have got the guy from Jumanji, who was also great in Anaconda. But they should have got the guy in Jumanji. Oh. And... Van Pelt. That's what his name was. Yeah. <laughs> I picture him walking. They might as well have. So now it's this Indian tribe, and I guess they want this guy to kill the tiger, all that shit. Did they kill a white missionary? So Mowgli starts, like, because he can't communicate with anyone because they're not animals, and he doesn't speak English. Well, it was probably Hindi. He starts, like, getting a friendship with this this hunter. So then the hunter gets drunk, and and Mowgli follows him back to his, his cabin, and he sees... I shit you not. Mowgli turns around when the guy passes out, and it's the head of the albino best friend. <laughs> I it was, it was 
all of a sudden this movie turned and I was like, oh no, they killed the best friend. Off screen, you had no idea it was coming. Just a dead baby wolf. Wait, it was still a baby at this point? Oh, it was still a baby wolf. Yeah, it was not a full grown wolf. So Van Pelt's like hanging out in the jungle of India. He just finds like a little Indian kid, decides to get drunk with him, and he's murdering baby wolves. Also, and this comes into play big time, there's a broken elephant tusk. <laughs> because the, earlier in the movie, um, uh, Mowgli runs into an elephant that has a broken tusk. So Mowgli finds the broken elephant tusk and his best friend. Oh, so the elephant's dead? No, the elephant's alive. Oh, it was the like tusk. foreshadowing? It was foreshadowing. Oh. So now at this point, Mowgli's like, fuck it, I can't trust the humans. I got to go kill this tiger so I can get back to my life in the jungle. Okay. So he takes the elephant tusk and he goes and he finds the elephant. The elephant doesn't talk. Also in this movie, by the way, I completely passed over because it's a scene that doesn't even matter. Kate Blanchett is playing the snake. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the all-star cast, man. It is, but it also seems like really weird put together. Like, it's a weird combination of people. Fail Circus and Blanchett? Yeah. And Cumberbatch. I mean, was Circus nominated for an Oscar? Because if so, then all three are Oscar nominated. I think he was. <laughs> yeah, he, he was nominated for his role as Caesar. <laughs> he should have been, man. Those are good movies. He did better acting in that than fucking half the actors around. Oh, you mean I've Woody never... Harrelson? <laughs> Could you imagine if fucking Channing Tatum was playing Caesar? You wouldn't have the same emotion to that ape. Yeah, I can say the computer-generated ape. What... Watching Woody Harrelson yell at that ape was one of the highlights of my year last year when that movie came out. Who were the... the uh, Franco was the first one. Yeah. Harrelson was the last one. Who was the middle one? I don't even remember the middle one. The middle one? I, they were all good. I think Gary Oldman was the middle one. I think you're right. Wow. Those are... Wow. <laughs> I, I, those are fucking ridiculous movies. I think those movies might be like, like you know, Oscar nominated worthy. Like they'll be remembered as classic movies in our time. Like one of the best ever, like trilogies of where, yeah. Well, I can't think of a trilogy that has movies that don't like falter at any point. They're all good. Well, what was their competition at that point? They were only going against like Prometheus. Prometheus is not a trilogy. I don't count those movies. It's terrible. Okay. It, well, from, you're lucky you've seen Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I might have made you watch it for this. <laughs> so, anyway, so now he brings the he brings the tusk to the uh, to the elephant, and he's like, "Elephant, I need your help to kill this tiger." So Mowgli sets a trap now, where the tiger comes out, and all these elephants start kicking the fucking tiger around. So now the tiger's a bloody fucking mess. They start kicking him like Robert De Niro. Kick like it's the the elephants of the mob, <laughs> and this all happens near where the tribes people are. So at this point, the fucking hunter sees this going on. He's woken up from his drunken stupor, and he starts shooting at everybody. So this pisses the elephants off. So the elephants leave the tiger like bloodied, and they start running towards the human. Mowgli at this point pulls out a fucking knife. Where would he get a knife from? He had a knife. Well, you know, he found it in the. Either way, he pulls out a fucking knife. And he murders in cold blood this tiger. Well, not really cold blood. I mean, the tiger sounded like a real 
you know, a hole at this point. He stabs the tiger in the head. <laughs> this kid is a sociopath. And while that's happening, the elephants run down and they trample the hunter. Okay, Paul, I'm going to defend this kid here. He is a literal orphan raised in the jungle by wolves. That's not how he was raised. That's not those wolves were good wolves. They were not wolves that fucking just killed other things. There's law of the jungle. That's what it's all about. The fucking law. And this kid took a law in his own hands. Oh, he he's Judge Red of the Jungle. <laughs> he, he might as well have said, "I am the law," and killed Cumberbatch once and for all. Either way, he murders him in cold blood, and then you see the fucking hunter get fucking stepped on by an elephant. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's this movie. I'm not sure who it was made for, what I just watched, but I know it might as well have been directed by Eli Roth. <laughs> it's, it sounds a little like a Scorsese movie at this point. If you're telling me that this is a group of elephants kicking the shit out of a tiger in a cornfield somewhere. It's, it, was, I, I, it was absurd, man. I... I... I I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I Like, that was the movie. That's what you made me watch. You made me watch a children's horror film. What would you rate it? Rate it 1 to 10? Yeah. Uh, I'll never watch it again. I mean, it was well done. It looked kind of unfinished, but, like, I don't know. It's fucking four. How bad were the CGI pr- graphics? Was it like a PS2 game? It looked like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Where's that Christian movie? Did. I think Christian Bale probably comes out the best. He's my movie MVP because, like, I don't know. He he, he seems to take it the most serious. His character actually seems to have like depth. Yeah, and like Circus doesn't seem like he cares. And Circus directed this, but he doesn't seem like he gives a shit. I think Circus found out that John Favreau. Oh man, do you think Circus and Favreau have like a like a rivalry? Uh, I think now they do. I think I want a scene where Ulysses Claw comes back to life at the MCU and murders Happy Hogan. <laughs> also, as far as how much I hate you for making me watch this movie, not it's not so much because I probably would have ended up watching it one night anyway. So. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much I hate you at the moment is only a 3. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I did really screw you over last episode with Gotti. So. If, if, we, if we did the scale, which will be the new scale we use from now on, we'll rate the movie, what we quality, and then we'll rate how much we're, we actually actively hate each other each week. Um, Gotti last week, it would have been a fucking 9. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was, I, you might as well. You, you should have just sent me out to eat Olive Garden instead. And so, so I'm disappointed that this movie okay my understanding of this movie and it seems like I was kind of right is when I saw it on Netflix I thought it was going to be you know how Pacific Rim has Atlantic Rim right that's what I thought it was yep, Atlantic... Atlantic Rim doesn't have Oscar winners in it oh shit just heard me make a mess in my kitchen. Uh, Atlantic Rim doesn't have Oscars in it, winners in it, man. No, it's got that one guy that plays the Native American in every show. 
Yeah, and uh, tr- uh, Treach from uh, fucking Naughty by Nature. <laughs> yeah. They just did it on Mystery Science Theater. So I, I know, I, I just I, watched I actually, it. I actually just watched it, Let It Rip. Yeah, me too. Oh so that was that was my that was my movie. So what I got from your movie is India is a terrifying place filled with orphans raised by wolves and there's drunk white people. This guy sounds like he was going on sex tourism to be honest with you. He's hanging out in the jungle, getting drunk, more, finding little kids. Like a, more like a prize hunter. He was Van Pelt from Jumanji. Yeah, but like you don't get drunk with little kids that you just find in the woods. And it's just, I don't know, it just feels like, I always thought, as, even as a kid, the monkey scene was always going to be the best one. The monkey scene in this is, it's a CGI fucking, not, it's, it's, it's nonsense. So, John Favreau better than Andy Serkis? In this case, yeah, because the scenes didn't look like fucking extra scenes from Pixels. So, when is Andy Serkis going to make his chef movie? Just, just Andy Serkis is a CGI Swedish chef. Yes, like Mark chef. Mark. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. So, so now moving to uh, to what I made you watch. Now this is a real winner. Netflix original Sam Worthington and what's the other gentleman's name? Oh, I don't even know, dude. I blocked it out. It was horrible. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. Academy Award winner, best supporting actor winner. Tom Wilkinson. Dude, he was even like a major point in this movie. He was. We'll talk about it because the movie is called The Titan. Oh, okay. So the IMDb like description of this is a family gets involved in space exploration and genetic research. So basically, the plot of this movie is it starts off, uh, LA is uninhabited. It becomes uninhabitable, kind of like what it is now. I guess those those fires like really took a toll. So you tell me this is this is a movie about the future. This is like one of those day after tomorrow movies. I think when they made this movie, they didn't think it was going to be that bad. Who was the who who uh, who's the director of Day After Tomorrow? It was that fucking goddamn it? He's always preaching about the goddamn Earth. Al Gore. <laughs> If, a, if, in, if an inconvenient truth was more like a day after tomorrow, I probably would have watched it. Dude, if Al Gore just, like, saved all those kids in the library, that would have been great. Al Gore <laughs> yelling about Man Bear Pig fighting off wolves? Oh, you know what could have used Man Bear Pig? This fucking movie. Um, Listen, no, so, so, yeah, so Outworth is uninhabitable, and they have to make... Well, L.A. is uninhabitable, but, you know, whatever. Uh, like, apparently, like, no one can live there. And so, this movie's just filled with white people, so it's really just, they're just saying the gangs to go. Yeah, there's not a black person in this movie. No, there's no black people in the future. Except there's, for Will Smith and iRobot. Yeah, but there's no black people, there's no... Even the Hispanic people in this movie are Spaniards from Spain. <laughs> like, they're like, one ethnicity is still super white. So, like, they go to, like, the secret base that is like a really nice like looking house. I don't know if you've ever seen Terrace House and I'm going to really expose myself to everyone here. Terrace House is a Japanese reality show about all these people. No, no one's seen Terrace House. It's on Netflix. It's pretty good. I totally recommend it by the way. Oh my god. So 
it's like in a nice modern looking Japanese style house. And that's what they go to. There's this family. It's the lady from Orange is the New Black, Chapman. I've never once watched that show. So it could literally be anyone. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're talking about Jason Biggs. And then Sam, I wish it was Jason Biggs. <laughs> then it was, him in the future fucking a pie. Then it's Sam, <laughs> Sam Worthington and some like annoying little kid. Now, Whatever. Sam Worthington is literally like the most generic actor of all time. Yeah, and this is the most generic man ever. So he's just like a. They like mention that they choose these people for this experiment, that they're going to send people to Titan because apparently they can't save the Earth anymore. So, so what's, what's Titan? Titan is a moon off of Saturn, I believe, or Jupiter. Yeah, Saturn. And it's, like, supposedly, like, one of the, like, inhabitable planets. However, it's just filled with methane, freezing temperatures, dark all the time. It sounds like a fucking this nightmare. Is, this is, is this the planet that Matt Damon found in Interstellar? No, Matt Damon found the planet, and he lied about it, and then, like, doomed his whole team. <laughs> this is what happens. This is connected to Interstellar. This is what happens when we have to leave Earth. Dude, no, I wish Matthew McConaughey was in this movie because that made more sense. Those people just decided to go and find another planet to go live on that was kind of similar to Earth. These people are like, oh, we can't even do that. We can't terraform. And apparently, they just decided not to recycle. Kind of like our president. They just like ignored like climate change. They didn't rake the forests? No, they didn't rake enough. <laughs> so, so now, like, we didn't if follow Finland. If only we followed Finland's rules. So, like, <clears throat> the whole plan is all fucked up or whatever. So, instead of, you know, building spaceships and, you know, building, like, you know, space stations like an interstellar. No, no, no. You know it's going to be a lot easier? Let's change the genetic makeup of a human being and splash them into space and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, man. That makes Christ, I'm dropping everything. That makes perfect sense. I don't, I don't see your issues here. For some reason, like the British science department was in charge. It literally, I thought I was watching an episode of Doctor Who. Like these like British people are talking about genetic experiments. I thought fucking like uh, David Tennant was going to run in and like stop them. <laughs> I also did note that when they took, okay, so they take them to this secret location with the secret town where everybody there is chosen all throughout NATO to do and like NATO. genetic experiments. Yeah, NATO. But they're not paying their fair share, by the way. <laughs> That's well then I don't know how the Spaniards got in there. They're no. not paying their fair share. Well, I was trying to figure out why the Spaniards were in it and then about an hour into the movie I realized the movie was taking place in Spain. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, dude, it takes place in Spain. Huh. And the only reason I know that is because one of the generals was like, I don't want this going on on my base. And I was like, and he had a Spanish flag. It's like a total blink and you miss it moment. Huh. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either until like 45 minutes into the movie. So the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking, this is what Elon Musk wants. Like he just wants to, he wants to. Yeah, he wants super soldiers and just shoot them into space. That's all he wants. He shot a car. Now listen, this movie 
He did. Why did he shoot a car in his face again? Because he could. That's true. But like, if you had that ability, you would too, right? Shoot a car in his face? Yeah. Yeah, but I'd be blasting Major Tom the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like shooting a car in his face isn't that bad of a plan. I mean, he could have like fed African villages or built like irrigation for them, but no, he spent millions and billions of dollars to shoot a car into space. Okay, you're not wrong. Um, So I'm looking at my notes, and I have a note here. For some reason, it's easier to make people into literal monsters and send them to a hellscape than recycle. (laughs) Well, you know, I've seen Wally. Recycling's hard. Yeah, also, like, the main British guy that was, like, giving a speech, he tells everyone... Oh, you've all been chosen because you can deal harsh environments, and Titan is the most harshest environment there is. The whole time I'm looking at this, I'm like, this guy, he's into genetic experiments, he's British, he was definitely the third partner in Jurassic Park. There was there was John Hammond and the guy that Cromwell played. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't make Jurassic World references. That movie doesn't count. That's absurd that they invite that they added a second fucking person. So John I'm, Hammond's plan. So I'm saying we can add seriously. a. I'm saying we can add a third, and it's this guy. We can't even add a second. Let me be clear here. Okay, so, so then, like, they start talking about the ethical, like, implications of like genetically modifying people. He's like, "Don't worry, you're gonna be yourselves, but better. You're gonna be super sh- soldiers. We tried this in 1954 with Steve Rogers. It worked out great." <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the, with the Nazi. Oh, they make a Nazi reference in this movie. Of course a cl- they do. A clearly uh, a Jewish guy that works at NASA's called this British guy a Nazi and he hung up the phone and it was crazy. <laughs> um, Let's see. There's like they introduce you to the team, but you don't really give a shit. There's like... uh. There's the one slave lady from Game of Thrones. Let me no, let me be clear here. Out of all these characters, how many of their names do you remember? None. Um, I just remember the guy with the stereotypical British accent who was probably a Marine that like came straight off the set of Jarhead. <laughs> what? He was on that set for a long time. <clears throat> yeah. For some reason, whoever directed this movie was, like, really obsessed with pools because all they do is, like, zoom in on the pool and watch these people hold their breaths for really long times hanging out under the pool. This movie is watching people swim. Yeah, it was Michael Phelps the movie. It was crazy. Like, he starts finding, like, they start injecting him with this blue stuff. I thought it was OxyClean. So like, <laughs> Billy Mays here. Yeah, I thought... super soldier's hero. Yeah, Billy Mays is coming in here, and the Sham Wow guys dry him off. Sham Wow, Sham Wow guys got a knockoff serum. Yeah, so like they start noticing like changes in them. Like they can hold their breath really long. Some of them are really aggressive. Some of them can hold. They can put their hands in cold ice for a really really long time. Um, let's see. He gets really aggressive with his wife sexually in the pool for some reason. And because that's, he loves pools. Yeah, and she, like the wife like freaks out and then she's like, oh man, this isn't my husband. So like they're having like parties or whatever and people are like going around and you start to notice like people's veins get really, really dark and they like turn 
like you can tell they're turning into literal monsters, but no one says anything. <laughs> they're, they're literally becoming zombified as like they're hanging out. And Dude, no it's like it's like everyone's like super like polite. Like no one wants to say like, "Hey, Jim, like you're turning into a monster over there. Like maybe you should check that out." <laughs> no. You're looking a little blue, and he's like, I'm not sad. No, you're actually turning blue. Yeah, so, like, they're turning into, like, literal Smurfs here. And, like, no one says anything, and it's crazy. The lady from Orange is the New Black starts to, like, apparently she's a scientist, too, which I didn't pay attention in the beginning, so this was a total shock to me that she's a scientist. Of course she didn't pay attention, because there's no, there's nothing to pay attention to. It's all nonsense. And it's then all the so time, stupid, dude. Yeah, like, they were, like, showing the houses and whatever, and I'm just like, oh, is this, like, a... I thought it was a doomsday bunker at first. I thought they were underground. So I was like, this is a little bit better than uh, than John Goodman's bunker from they, Cloverfield just... Lane. I wish this was a Cloverfield Lane movie. Dude, John Goodman's probably sending out satellites spying on these people. By the way, let me just say, John Goodman should have been nominated for an Oscar. John Goodman should have been in this movie. It probably would have been better. Any movie's better with John Goodman. That's a factual statement. Yeah, so, like, they're, like, doing these experiments, and slowly but surely, they're turning into the fucking monster squad. And this entire time, as they're turning into it, it's shots of them in pools, and then, like, shots of the house. Like, it's a fucking yeah. TV show. It's Dude, fucking property, brother. Like, there's only, like, two fucking, like, like, sets. Three sets. The laboratory, the house, and the pool. Yeah, like, now, listen, I was on um, uh, the other podcast on our network, uh, one of the others. Um, driving a Grizz driving his car driving home. Oh, and uh, great theme song by the way. When he heard when he heard us talking about this movie, he was like, "How could that be bad? It sounds awesome." It's because there's no money. This is made for him. We, we also I've decided he's our first guest, but we'll get to that later. We we have to pick a movie that we know he'll hate. So, we got to pick like an art film, huh? We gotta pick, like, an art film for him. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We pick actual bad movies for each other. We have to pick, like, when Roma comes out, make Dude, him watch Roma. Roma's on my TV right now. We should make him watch it. <laughs> he will hate this. Um, also, listen to Grizz in his car driving home. It's on iTunes. It's a great show. It is a great show. I was I'm on, on it. Um, so, so, they start figuring out that things are going wrong, and, like, one lady who I didn't really like care about, she died. She just starts vomiting blood and like explodes pretty much. Yeah, out of nowhere, this woman just dies and everybody just stands around. Do you know what their explanation for why she died was? No, I don't remember. She had a kidney stone. Uh huh. So I've had a kidney stone. I don't remember vomiting blood and having a chest purster come out of me. <laughs> He's a chest booster. And that's because you weren't become a, ti- a, a fish man for Titan. Oh, oh man. Guillermo del Toro did a way better job in creating these things. I can't wait to get to when they actually turn into it. So, they like are like, oh, Titan's really dark because it's in space or something. So, we got to do surgery in your eyes. So, they do surgery in his eyes and he goes blind for a little bit. And he starts doing like daredevil shit where he's blind and he's trying to like move around. And then I guess he starts rubbing his eyes, and his eyes literally explode. Now, <laughs> his eyes do explode. Like, they literally explode. His wife freaking out. 
she starts snooping around and she goes into like the secret laboratory of this British guy and she sees like he is obsessed with creating the next step of human evolution and he calls it Homo Titanius. <laughs> like he has like he ha- he went through the effort to make a little chart. And the whole time he's like trying to keep this on the download. Like he doesn't tell anyone what he's trying to do. And in reality, he's trying to create like a new human race. But he tells everyone, oh, no, no, we're just advancing our own race. We're not creating a new one. But he literally is. It's like, it's like when uh, B.D. Wong creates a new dinosaur. Yeah, but it's like, it's crazy. Also, the Titans turn out to be gray, just like the... <laughs> The Adamasaurus or whatever. <laughs> this is this is mixed with a made up dinosaur. Dude, I'm pretty sure that they watched like they watched Jurassic World and they were like, "Oh, we can do that with people." <laughs> the only difference is there's no sponsorship. Uh, uh NATO. What's that? NATO is the sponsor. <laughs> This is, this is a NATO uh, propaganda film. Oh, do you know who the American general one this is? I've seen him around, and I can't, like, put his face, but I've seen him in movies before, and he's played a gangster before. He's played a bunch of stuff. I think he was an entourage. So, yeah, but, like, anyway, so she starts, like, accusing this guy of, like, changing them and he comes clean and he's like listen i am changing you guys you have to do it this is for the best of humanity it's for our future we have yeah, to send you the no titan conflict. he's just like yeah i have to do this and then they're like okay fine it's already too late you got to do it so slowly but surely they start turning into literal monsters they yes uh he looks like a snake man kind of like he loses part of his finger he can't he, see. He can't see. He can't speak anymore. Uh, he's got weird tentacles that come out of him. He can breathe on the water. He's got gills. Apparently, he has bat DNA in him. So, he's got, like, membranes that create, like, wings. And, like, slowly but surely, the military starts coming in and, like, eliminating the the failures. And only Sam Worthington survives. And Yeah, some so other now lady. Every, everyone is dying. Everyone that's part of this project is dying. Yeah, and then, so there's only two of them left, and apparently they can only communicate through a low tone that humans can't hear. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so now, so now, Sam Worthington, who's your most well-known actor in this film, is under complete makeup. Can I say something, though? Speaking. Sam Worthington is the most unnoticeable man on Earth. But you notice he... that he's missing. No, you don't, because guess what? He's finally become what he's always wanted to be. A featureless gray blob. <laughs> James Cameron watched this movie and said, I need this. Yeah. Sam Worthington turned out to be what he wanted always to be. Like, just expressionless, motionless. I don't think he has genitals. <laughs> in real life? No, in this movie. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't think we oh. can put that out. We're going to get Dude. sued for life. Allegedly. Just like Sam Worthington. There's like a weird part where he's trying to put on a jacket, like this literal monster is trying to put on a jacket. <laughs> and 
he like gets frustrated and pulls his hand out of the jacket pocket real quick and hits his wife in the face by accident and she freaks out and she's like oh no he's a monster yeah that's 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 what she thinks turns him into a monster not the fact that he's blue can't speak and has bat dna inside him it was literally an accident and i'm like so that's what made you think he was a monster yeah So there's two of these literal monsters that survived, a female and him. And then well, I guess at this the point, fem- the wife knows they got to fuck, right? I think she realizes it cuz she like spies on them and she sees them like talking like little aliens over there. And they're not even talking, they're staring at each other. Think yeah, cuz they're... this is a viewer and you just see them staring at each other. Yeah, and then she comes the lady the woman monster, which I couldn't really tell the difference. They really needed to put like a bow in her head or something so I could tell that she was the female. Like Mrs. Pac-Man? <laughs> like Mrs. Pac-Man. She like comes out covered in blood. Apparently she killed her husband, who I didn't even remember she had a husband. Her husband was actually the um, her husband was the tiny white wolf in Mowgli. Oh, really? No! <laughs> oh. So, so like then the military, like, black ops comes in, and it's all Spaniard guys, and they shoot the shit out of her like she was, like, the Spaniards taking over the Inca Empire. They just murder her. And then he runs into the pool and hides, and then he, like, escapes, and he kills a bunch of people with his tentacles, and he has, like, stingers that come out of his wrist, like uh, a lame wolverine. So then he does his, have stinger. Yeah, his wife decides to go back to the the military and to the the scientist. The scientist is going crazy. He's like, oh, he's a hundred mil. He's three hundred million dollars worth of like research, which I think is a little like low because they created a literal new species for only three hundred million dollars. I don't think so. <laughs> Again, same issue I had with Jurassic World 2, where they were auctioning off dinosaurs for only $5 million each. That was insane. That was, I like how this suddenly became a Jurassic World 2 podcast. Because I hated that movie so much. Yeah, because $5 million. Shit, I could put together a loan to get a dinosaur? Yeah, we could have pulled our money together and get a Stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah, because those were the basic ones. We could have got a Stegosaurus from the cheap. Yeah, with the features, with the plates. Um, so then there's like a big military manhunt for this guy, and they find him. They put him in like a glass case. It's like shape of water. Like he's like holding on to the glass case, looking at his wa- his wife. It's literally shape of water. Um, then like the the British guys like we need to we need to give him like a chemical lobotomy, and he shows his wife like two chemicals one saline and one's like forget me juice i don't know and he's like you have to give it to him so he can forget everything so we could send him a titan and he can start this project which i don't even fucking understand so if we're creating a new species of human then what's going to happen to the people here like i don't understand how this plan was supposed to work so all of a sudden like She's like, okay, I'll do it. And she takes, like, this thing. And she goes and she injects him. And you think he, like, forgets everything and he becomes more complacent. So they can turn him into, like, a little slave, like a little drone. But turns out she did the old switcheroo. 
and she took saline and injected him with him, and it doesn't do anything. What I want to understand is, if you've spent so much money to create this, and you are literally NATO, you control the world, why would you put a harmless chemical next to the chemical you need? There's no need. Have two different cases. If they, if they had just paid uh, properly, we would have handled this for them. But because they because they didn't pay right, we um, because the other countries didn't pay right, we let them do stupid things like that. Because the other countries didn't give enough money, we couldn't afford other cases for That's the right. other chemicals. That's right. So then, you know, the military guy dies. Uh, the guy escapes. The monster, Sam Worthington. Um, fucking, he like kills a bunch of people. Then the British guy catches up with a Spanish general and he tells the Spanish general and his death squad to kill the woman. And there was a lady scientist that was helping them and the little kid and save the monster. And the general's like, no, I cannot do this. My name is Ignigio Montoya. You killed my father. And then he arrests, like, he arrests the uh, British scientist. And then... NASA shows up, and they're the heroes of the story. NASA, the guy who called the British guy a literal Nazi, shows up. And he's like, oh, uh, Sam Worthington is our hope. He's our future. He's a miracle. So then apparently they send him out to Titan, and he starts a new civilization filled with bad people. Now, when they show you Titan, they just shouldn't have, right? Like, it kind of looked like Transylvania from Dra- Bram Stoker's Dracula, to be honest with you. <laughs> As a callback to our first episode, um, Scotty versus Dracula. Watch it. Dawn of Justice. Listen to it. I mean, it's a good time. It's us just getting our footing. Anyway. So, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm, like, thinking, I wish someone would genetically modify me and take away my eyes so I don't have to watch this anymore. Now, because if you, it's horrible. If, if you had to give this movie, as a movie... A one out of ten, what would you give? Oh, fuck. Uh, a two. Okay. <laughs> and if you if you had to rate currently, now all right, if you had to rate currently, how much you hate me for making you watch this? Where are we where are we stand? I think like a seven point five. Wow, wow, not as bad as Gotti for me. Okay, no, I mean, because we're, we're still learning what the rankings mean. No, because I could, like, follow it along a little bit, and every time I see... You know how I love, like, aliens. I love Gleeplop aliens. That's why I picked this. I picked it because I knew you would love a Gleeplop. You know I love aliens. There's two things I'm a big fan of. It's sorcery and aliens. And (laughs) there was no sorcery in this, but there were aliens, kind of. But, like, my MVP for this movie is probably the general that I can't identify, the American guy. He had a few good lines, and he just seemed like he was phoning it in. Uh, LVP? Uh, the lady from Orange is the New Black. She tried way too hard. Like, she thought this was yeah, her she breakout this moment. Was her break, right? Yeah. She, yeah. Was, she was like, I am going to be a star. And I think Sam Worthington realized that this was just a paycheck. Do you have, um, I, you know what? I didn't, did we have any IMDb trivia that we needed to discuss? I didn't even look because I hated this movie so much. The only thing I had was the this Mowgli version was going to be directed by inter, uh, the guy that directed Roma. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. Oh, but that guy's like a real director. Yeah. Andy Serkis, uh, he's a good director. He's directed other things, hasn't he? 
Circus? I don't know what Circus is directed, if anything. I mean, so, like, the Titan was, like, a real piece of shit. Like, I honestly, like, hate this movie, and I... Okay. So, if someone came up to you and said that the only way you could survive is if we turned you into a, a nightmarish monster to go send you into a world filled with methane, oceans of methane, uh, it rains acid, and it's dark six months out of the year, I think I would have just killed myself. But uh, what, what they why would make, I go there? But what they don't make clear is what's the rest of civilization doing? Apparently nothing. Apparently they're just hanging out, looking up in the sky. I'm like, oh man, those angels. Yeah, so instead of making fucking Gleep Clop super soldiers, just hand out some green recycling bins. That's literally, I, why not genetically modify like animals to eat garbage? (laughs) Oh my God. It it just doesn't make any sense. Or like genetically modify a plant to like absorb five times as much carbon monoxide and and produce six times as much oxygen. I don't understand why you can't do that. I've loved plenty of movies that don't make any sense, but then you got to spend the money. Yeah, this was like really, like really cheap. There's only like three fucking like again. There's the Terrace House, which I recommend people watch because it's way better because it's just a bunch of polite Japanese people uh, dating each other and it's pleasant. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, and it's way better than this piece of shit, which was just like fucking Sam Worthington turning into a, like a nightmarish ghoul. And, like, trying to keep a marriage alive with his wife. But not really, because she just, like, still loves him, even though he's a monster. There's no, like, real, like, conflict there. Like, you know what would make this movie better? If he ate his son. Then there's, like, a conflict. Like, if she walked in and he yeah, the biggest eating conflict the kid. in this movie is when he takes his jacket off really hard. <laughs> We've all done that. <laughs> I accidentally hit my girlfriend in the head with a bowling ball at the bowling alley, alright? I wasn't being turned into a space glee clop. Okay, so I have some trivia. Uh, did you know Las Palmas de Gran Canaria, which is the Canary Islands, the capital of the island, the Grand Canary Island, where the locations were filmed, was ranked as the city with the best climate in the world in 1996 scientific study called Pleasant Weather Ratings? Somebody had nothing to do and, and went on the IMDb trivia, huh? Uh, somebody had nothing to do and decided to create the most pleasant weather ratings. <laughs> okay. I imagine that's got you. Come on. How does San Diego not win every year? Um, also, like, oh, so I guess the director of this movie, was try- the writer of this movie was trying to be ironic because there was weather problems all over the earth. So let's go to the place with the best weather on earth. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, stupid. I get it. It's too bad they don't show any of it. Dude, I want, like, actual, like, aliens to come up and be like, this is how you do it here. Use our DNA. Like, it would have been more interesting if they were, like, we're using the DNA from, uh, like, a crash site that we had and experimenting with people. Instead of, like, injecting people with batches and, like, whatever. It would have been legitimately better anyway. Like, any other way would have been legitimately No, instead I got a bunch of, like, low-rent precursors from fucking aliens walking around, like, turned into bats. Man bats. 
Wow. It really, this really, I'm so glad I made you watch this. Yeah, because, like, I'm not even being funny now because I'm just so angry because I had to fucking watch. Oh, like, okay. I, Shape of Water was an interesting movie. I did not love it because it was a movie where a woman has sex with a fish. That was kind of weird. I didn't love it either, but, like, I get, like, I get it. I, but I it's, see why it was good. It's ten times better because there's conflict. There's, uh, yeah, there's crazy ass Michael Shannon being the yeah. actual monster. See what I did there? Yeah, he turns into an actual monster. Here, you just have a British guy that's kind of like, like, oh, I want to create monsters. What? A, he was like trying to be Frankenstein, but not even because there's nothing nefarious of what he was doing. He was just creating a new species so we could live on, I guess. Yeah, I mean. So, like, he's not doing a terrible thing, but, like, he's not doing what he was supposed to. Yeah, but then he turns into, like, a monster, like, at the end for no reason and decides to, like, murder a child. And I'm so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of a sudden, he just wants to murder that kid. Why? Like, he's like, they can't survive. And I'm like, why? What do they have to do? Why don't you just shoot them to Titan without turning them into monsters? That would do the same thing. Roughly the last 35 to 40 minutes is the main star of this movie not speaking. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Paul, this was bad. Yeah. So, do you, what do you... Uh, in, in retaliation, what do I have to watch for next week? Oh, you have to watch Hurricane Heist. <laughs> what is that streaming on? That's on Netflix. Okay, Hurricane Heist. I'll, oh, you son of a bitch. In I case did you didn't know, that's the ah. movie where somebody tries to do a bank heist in the middle of a giant hurricane. It, it must have been timed out perfectly. So I was feeling kind of festive, but you told me you were going to go see Robin Hood this week. Do you want me to give you the movie I was going to make you watch, or do you want to watch Robin Hood? Because I, I don't know if I can actually go tomorrow. I don't want to be like, let's right. let's call an audible on Robin Hood. Eventually, I'll get to it. You but, can fill me in how bad it is. Well, yeah, I, I'm going to make you watch. I, hopefully, it's not too bad because I really gave you a shit movie. Um and I'm going to make you watch the Kurt Russell Christmas uh, movie on Netflix. Oh, there's no way that's good. <laughs> what? I don't even know the name of it. I just see commercials for it constantly. The Santa Claus Chronicles? Yeah, and they keep making reference to the fact that he's not fat. Yeah, I just have a feeling it's going to be his character from Guardians of the Galaxy. I really wish it was his character from um, Hateful Eight. Oh, dude, he's just beating women? <laughs> so... For this week, uh, I currently hate you only about, what, a, a four? Yeah. And you hate me a 7.5. So um, that, uh, that's the episode this week. Again, make sure you listen to Grizz and his car driving home. We'll be back next week. Uh, schedule's going to be a little weird because I have to go to a wedding on the week of Christmas. Wait, one more thing. This movie, this podcast is quickly turning into, like, Netflix original movies. Yeah, I don't, well, those are the worst movies. I will look for some, I will look for something that's not a Netflix, well, Hurricane Heist isn't a Netflix original. And Grizz, if you're watching, when you do come on the show, you have to watch Roma. <laughs> that's that's going to be so good. All I'm right. going to watch it right now. Um, yeah, no, I really want to watch it. I just know he'll hate it. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Later, man. Take it easy. PG Rated, part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.